0: Welcome everyone, this is Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon, and I will be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about societal norms. Now this was something that I came up with when I was just looking at the world and I'm like, the world has lost its mind. But then I said, it's not so much of the world because there's different people, different places in the world that if you're there, they're like, well, it's cool. For example, in Africa. They don't really support what like the LGBT people are doing. But here in America, can't go into a classroom without a pride flag or you can't walk down the streets of Austin without someone with color dyed hair and pride flags and a rainbow shirt. I mean, it's just so prevalent here. That's what you see in the news, right? You see all the trans, see the drag queens. And here in Texas that's where I am. We just had the whole vote to block gender blockers or something like that. In Austin, so there was a a showing out of them, right, to go support and to try to, I guess, to shoot down the bill or veto the bill or whatever it is, but the bill's going to pass. So that bill is just saying that if you are not of age, you just can't have gender blockers because you want gender blockers. But it's a societal norm, right? Parents are giving their kids because kids are saying that they're going to jump off a building or do whatever they're going to do to hurt themselves and that they need these issue with that is that societal norms are exactly just that. They're a trend. A societal norm back in the 40s might be, you know, everyone has a Ford buggy, or maybe even looking back 200 years, everyone had a horse-drawn carriage. That was the norm. Now today our norms is everyone has a smartphone that can do everything. They have these AirPods that can go into their ears. Maybe they have Apple Pay or something where everything's just wireless. Maybe they can Uber everywhere, they don't have to walk. Those are normal things today. However, just because they're normal doesn't mean they're adequate. So today we're going to be talking about some society norms, some societal norms, giving some examples of different places and how that is going to present itself, and then just kind of doing a full circle at the end and then just trying to figure out are society norms a good thing? So let's take a look at that blog really quickly. All right, everyone, if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and to share the video and our audio to help build a community of like-minded individuals. So today, we're going to be talking about societal norms. And societal norms, again, as I said, are going to be the norms that a culture or a region is going to adapt as commonplace, and is going to be considered normal. If you are taking a shower outside here in America, Unless you're camping, it might be a weird thing, right? Most people have houses. They go into maybe the gym or there's a facility where they can go take a shower. They just don't get a hose and they start taking them back. Not saying that that's crazy. If someone saw you, they're going to report you to the police. But guess what? It's just not something that is common for people to do. So if someone saw you, they're going to, you know, look like, oh, that that's pretty strange. But just because it's strange, it doesn't mean it's wrong, right? So again. Looking at societal norms, people take showers and baths. That's just the way it is, or in in showers, or bathtubs, or whatever. The idea to societal norms is going to be this today, is that the norms that we give to people are going to be different in different regions. For example, here in America, you can be obese, you can be overweight, but guess what? Don't worry. You're big and beautiful. You can still go out and get a bag to go sleep with people and stuff like that, people are not going to look at you as disgusting because everyone is going to be disgusting if we just said, oh, you know, big people are disgusting. Why do you think there's fast food place on every corner? It has become normalized to be overweight. It has become normalized to not be in peak optimal health condition. So what happens? Society says, well, it's fine. And that's why they had the whole movement, Big and Beautiful. And that's why people will be overweight. And that's why people will attack BMI. And, I, and I'm not saying that BMI is the holy grail to understand if you're overweight. Because if I look at BMI for me, I'm overweight because of muscle mass. And then, of course, I can be you know, a little bit more, I guess you could say muscular. But then I should tone it down too. All these people who are bodybuilders and the people who do these competitions, they're overweight considering they have all that muscle on them. Muscle weighs more than fat. But this is not to say that, oh, you know, you're this big boned and that you have all this muscle. This is about taking ownership. So we live in a society where we don't have to take ownership. But yeah, if we go to like Europe, Middle East, yeah, you might see some people who are a little overweight, but more people are going to be in a slender figure or a more slender package, yes, you're going to see some of the people who are overweight. It's natural, right? People are going to be there. just how in here in America you're going to see people who are fit and people who are skinny. It doesn't mean that the other or the opposite doesn't coexist there. It's always going to be there. You're always going to have different color people, you're going to have different body types. It's always going to be that way. However, it's just going to be more common in different areas. For example, maybe you are going to Ireland. In Ireland, they have this heavy accent and they love their beer, I think. I, you know, you know, this might be, you know, stereotyping a little bit. But Irish people, they love their beer, right? That's why on St. Patrick's Day, everyone's wearing green and they're drinking their beer. And if we look at what Irish heritage is, they have red hair. And maybe they have long beards for men. So that right there is a societal norm, right? Just having these long beards and having red hair. And then if you go to some place in like Central Africa, you're going to be finding Africans who have like typically black hair, that dark coarse hair. You're not going to find just redheads in Central Africa being a norm there. Okay, that's just looks and appearances that we talk to. And we talked a little bit about uh, mindset too when it came to the LGBT and stuff like that because in Africa, they don't really support that. And in Europe, it's there, right? But then there's places in the world that have already went through what we went through or what America is going through with rights and gay rights and trans and stuff like that. It's not helpful for certain governments they have learned. So what they did was they put a bunch of blocks and things like that. But here in America, again, we have the constitution and we have the ability to be free and you can be exactly what you want. No one is going to be having the full right to say that you can't be who you want to be. However, there can be restrictions that can be put in place. So you can't be the person that you think you are because you want to be that person. For example, if you are 10 years old and you're a boy but you think you're a girl and you really feel like you're a girl and you want to go in the girl's line and you want to do that. Okay. Should your parents put you on that gender blocker or whatever? That's the conversation that's happening right now. Because if they have rights, if they have full freedom, then they should do that. But then again, they're not adults. Do they really have true freedom? Well, they can't even vote yet. So can they really truly have freedom? Not until they're of legal age. Even if you want to go off and fight a war at 16, you have to have your parents sign a paper and giving the permission to that child to do that they can't get tattoos, they can't drink. So there's a lot of limitations while you're growing up and that's a good thing. Societal norms are saying that children are growing and evolving and they don't have a structured mindset yet. Because if you think about how you were as a kid, you might've been rebellious, you might've been a wreck, but then you learn that, hey, maybe I should change things up a little bit, be an adult. There's a difference between a kid and an adult. I'm sure you probably heard of the saying, stop acting like a kid, stop acting like a child. But yet, We have a bunch of adults who are acting like children in society. It's a societal norm. We don't have to show up anymore. So if society is saying that we don't have to show up and it's becoming normalized, why should the members of society show up? And that's what's happening. Societal norms are starting to change. In this blog, I go through different areas, what's commonplace in certain areas, and then we even get down to the bottom where we're talking about the communal aspect of societal norms. And that's going to be just, for example, we have different cultures here in America. So if you are living in New England versus maybe somewhere in the South, like Mississippi, the way of life is totally different. The people, the demeanor is different. The societal norms up North are going to be different than down South. I'm sure you probably heard about Southern hospitality You don't hear about Northern hospitality because it doesn't exist. Not that Northern people aren't friendly and that they don't have hospitality. It's just different in the South. So that's just a societal norm with different regions. But how about we look at culture as in Blacks and Whites? Now, if you're Black, maybe you're in the ghetto, you're in the hood. So your norm for growing up is going to be being in a gang, You know, seeing people, you know, shoot up, play dice, things like that. Going to the barbershop on, you know, like on Saturday or Sunday or whatever. That is how you grow up. That's the societal norm. But maybe if you were living in an affluent neighborhood, maybe in like the valley, like upstate Hollywood or something like that, maybe you go out on Saturday. You're not getting a haircut or anything, but you're going to go out with uh, your family and go have a nice brunch. Things like that. So now you're thinking the weekends are for spending time with the family and things like that. It's just a different world. It's just a different behavior from different cultures. So we have region by, you know, like countries. We have regions by hemispheres. We have communal culture, societal norms. All of that is going to determine how we act in a certain area, which is the right way and how should we be acting in every single area. That's coming up. And the reason why we should be acting in a certain way is because again, the brain naturally wants to fit in. The brain just loves to not be put out there and look weird, right? Peer acceptance is extremely big when we are younger from our preteens, teens, and then even our in our twenties. I can't tell you exactly the moment when I said, F people. I don't need people to like me. I think the first time I said that was probably like I was like 19, something like that. But then again, you still want people to like, you still want to be accepted. And then it probably doesn't even change until you're probably like maybe late 20s, maybe early 30s, where you have that second mindset shift and you're just realizing that you can do everything by yourself. But societal norms are saying, Well, just because society is saying that you could do things yourself, should you be doing things yourself? Because if we look at one of the greatest or biggest societal norms that's happening is the feminism movement. You don't need a man. You can go out, get your career, get a job, start a family later. Career first, family later. And that is a societal norm that's being accepted by hordes and hordes of women. So they're waiting to have children until they're in their 30s, heck, even trying in their 40s. And they're coming to realize that maybe I should not just put my career first and maybe put family first. But what's happening is another societal norm is if I'm not happy in a relationship, I'll just get a divorce. That's going to be the quickest solution for me being happy. Maybe you already got the house. You already got the kids. You just have to divorce the guy. So now you have the house, the kids, the family. And then the only thing you have to do is find happiness. So that is what we have been told. That if it's broke, don't bother fixing it. It's a societal norm. That is what's happening in the world. We are so focused on ourselves. Again, we stop saying, I'm worried about other people. And we start worrying about ourselves Because when these women are going off to college, they're worried about themselves. I'm going to get my career first. I'm going to get my own bag first. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Because when we look at it in that sense, she's a boss, she's a queen. But yeah, if we say, well, why not have a family first? Why not settle down? Oh, no, no, no. That's wrong, right? I don't want to depend on someone. You know, I'm too young. I want to go experience the world. Okay. Well, when are you going to be ready? Oh, you know, like I'll know. Or when I got my doctorate. There is no time when you're going to be ready to have a family. And this is something that I had to learn. I did have a timeline when I wanted to have kids, and it's just, again, if you want to complete a goal, you have to give yourself a timeline. If you want to be a business owner, for example, when are you going to start your business? When are you going to go file the paperwork? Do you have the name? When are you going to come up with the name? Do you have the strategy? Do you know the marketing plan, the business plan? All of that needs to be there and present. That's just not something you can just make up. That has to be there. So you have to have some semblance or some direction saying, you know, I would like to be married by the time I'm 30. Okay, what are you doing in order to make that happen? Because if you're 29, uh, you know, the probability of you just finding a guy off the street and you're going to marry him it's very low. Marriage is a bad deal for men as it is. So the societal norm of women taking over the divorce rates, 80% of divorces are initiated by the woman. So it's a bad deal for men going in. So why is he going to see you as a 29-year-old woman and you want to get married by the time you're 30? Yeah, right? You might be serious. You might be a great fit. But why should he give you a ring if it's a bad deal for him? Because the societal norm is showing that you could take half his stuff and leave him distraught, take his kids, take his house, take his livelihood, half his business, everything. And what does he get? Nothing. You get half his 401k, half his pension, and he has to build up again. There's a difference. Because if we look at societal norms, we live in a very modern society here in America. If we look at the Middle East, they're very traditional still. They have their stay-at-home wives. They are very respectful to their men. Men, you know, again, they can go out, have different wives, different families, but that is just the culture there. That's just the societal norm. Typically here in America, you don't see men having 15 families or eight families or whatever. Typically they have one and then they have one by accident or something like that, right? But then even that, that's not normal, right? That's going to be far and few between. That's going to be the minority. The reason is 70% of women are going after, what, 10%, maybe 25% of the guys. Heck, we can even say 30% of the guys. So that means there's 70% of men who are not getting anything from women because these men are not fitting the criteria or the preference of these women. The societal norm says that you can be big and beautiful, but if your bank account ain't big, if your six-packs ain't showing... Or if you're not strong, or if you don't have some direction in life, like a good job, then you're already a poor candidate for that woman, especially if she has built herself up. So she has made herself unreachable to most men, which is going to be, again, the bottom 70%. She has even less men to choose from. What is she going to do? And why would that man choose her? So society, the norms of society, almost contradict each other because it's like, I have to do this, I want this, but then the other person doesn't do exactly what I want. They don't move the way I want them to. So societal norms are kind of, I guess you can say, backtracking a bit, because when we're looking at relationships, is what we're talking about right now, we are doing things backwards. We're getting the career first, and then we're starting the family. It's the same thing as, I'm going to get my job, And then I'm going to be happy. Not saying that family brings happiness. But what I am saying is that most people choose to live backwards. They wait for a later date because even once they get that career, now they're climbing the career ladder. Now they're doing this and they're doing that and they're doing all the stuff that's taking them away from what truly matters, the present moment. And it's difficult to have a job and to be a family person. It is difficult. You can do it. But it's more challenging to do that when you have more responsibilities. The more kids you have, the more responsibilities you have. They're responsible. They require a lot of responsibility. And that's something that we have to understand. But then we take a dive right back to what we were talking about just previously. If we go into different areas of the world, if you are a young African American male, you're going to see maybe in your environment growing up a lot of negative behavior. You have a choice. Do you conform to those negative behaviors and mimic those negative behaviors? Or do you say, you know what, I don't like these norms. I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to find some different norms. That doesn't happen. It's very rare that happens. And the reason why is because, again, a normal type of behavior that is seen in your society and upbringing, again, we talked about it on a past episode, this was a Wednesday episode, I think. Of behavior and environment. We talked about i separated them. Your environment and the behavior you're seeing is your foundation. So that means the societal norms that you're seeing around you becomes the societal norms that you believe in the way you behave. I'm sure you probably seen on TikTok, on YouTube, on news stations, how blacks are going to whites and they're saying that you oppress me and that they're yelling at them, they're starting fights and There's a whole conversation of critical race theory and that we are the victims, black people are the victims because we were put into slavery. What type of nonsense is that? That I'm going to blame someone else for something that happened 100 years ago. Not saying that what happened was not bad. It was a bad time for people. Yet, The bad times have passed. Are you always going to be worried and anxious about what has happened in your life? Are you going to say that has passed? Let me move on. And for the people who are holding on to this anger or this unnecessary angst or animosity toward a culture of people or a group of people, it serves no purpose. So societal norms has played us a fool when it comes to mindset. It has said, "Well, you can." Be upset because of this, or you can do this because it's a common thing. It's a trend. It's trending. Well, just because something is the environment or the behaviors that you constantly see or what is popular or trending does not make it appropriate to mindset because what your mindset sees, it evolves to. And if you want to evolve your life to something better, you need to make some very succinct decisions in your life. And that's going to be Looking at the society norms, and I encourage everyone to read this blog, Societal Norms. You're going to find that there's just so many different areas that you might not have even thought about where you are going to learn, like, whoa, that's a norm, like that's a norm, that's a norm. We don't see it until it's made aware to us, when it's put in front of our eyes and our vision in a way that is understandable and that we can learn from. It's important that you read this. And it's also important that you grow from it because if you find that in some area of this blog, because I go through many different areas and many different types of societal norms, if you are, I guess, guilty, if you are guilty of one of these norms and you want to change it, begin to change it. And if you don't know how, I encourage you to get a coach, get someone on your side who's going to be helping you change these behaviors, change your environment too. Because sometimes we are just stuck because that is what we think we are going to be, our identity maybe. And it's difficult for the subconscious mind to just naturally want to change things. But you can ask yourself, are these societal norms, especially if you're reading down this blog, are you finding that these are things I want to change? These are things I want to adjust? Or these are things that I don't want to have happen in my life or happen in the world around me anymore. Most of these are going to be things that are going to be adjustable. And that means your circumstance is not permanent. Most people think, oh, I fell into a circumstance. This is my life. Your life can be whatever you want. Your life is going to be the result of the actions that you do take. So let's start to look at what actions we can take and then ask, are they appropriate? Are they going to get us closer to where we want to be? than where we are right now. And it's not so much of us just taking any action or doing busy work. We're not trying to be busy bees. We're trying to be efficient bees. We're trying to be the most effective mindsets that we can be to get what we are dreaming of, to get what we have envisioned for ourselves. It's just a path we have to go on. And if you're on the wrong path, you're going to get to the wrong destination. So learn how to get on the right path sooner rather than later. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me session at gmail.com. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching and Session. Until then, everyone take care.